All right, here we are. We are live. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here with Elizabeth Pampalone. Got yep. that right? right? Yep. And we are going to be talking about creating 12 months of social media posts in a year. This is what she claims. Can she do this? Can you do this for us, Elizabeth? Yes, I can. I do this all the time with my clients, and it's very successful. So, yeah, I can tell you how to do it. Hmm. All right. That's what's going to happen today in this current episode of the Authority Project. So, let's go. Um, yeah. No intro music today. So, I'm just going to go do 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 that that that. All right. Here we are with the Authority Project. We are here to help you uh, as the project to help you sell what you're great at. We'll attach authority to your name to that. And part of being an authority is having some visibility in your social media so people can see you on a constant basis. The pain of that is creating that on a daily basis. Can you do it? It's almost impossible to do so without burning out and driving yourself crazy, right? So mm-hmm. that's why Elizabeth is here. <laughs> She's gonna help us with this pain that we have. And um, yeah, we don't, have, we don't have too much time. You know, I don't waste too much time at all. I'm going to hand it right to her. And she's going to show us right now. She's going to dazzle us with helping us with this pain of creating social posts so we can have visibility in the marketplace. Take it away. So this is the most requested thing that I get. Um, it is extremely, you know, I just I was like, what social media should I be on? How many should I do? How many posts a day should I do? What? There's just so many questions that come around this. And what I always start with, and nobody believes me that this is like, well, why are you starting way over here? Branding. You got to have a good brand. You got to have a solid brand, one that resonates with the audience you're trying to connect with. Because if you don't, you won't know what audience you're trying to reach. And if you don't know what audience you're trying to reach, your social media will be all over the place. And it can really give you anxiety <laughs> as to what you're posting, where you're posting it, how you're posting it, what it should look like, all of that stuff. So what we want to do is look at that brand first. If our brand is solid, we know who we are, we know who we serve, then we can say, make sure our website's great. No, I haven't even gotten to social media, right? I'm still not even there yet. Because the website is where all the sales happen, whether you're having them call you, whether you're having them book something with you, buy a product. You can't just sell all that on social media. So it has to have a landing spot. You have to have a place where all that content is gathered. So if someone's really interested, they can look at you and go, where do I get more information? It's your website typically. So we got to have a really solid brand, which helps us build our really solid website. Now we can go to social media. So this for me and our process, this is day three of five. We would do a day on branding, a day on website, and then we do a day on social media. So now we're here at social media day. We have a great brand. We have a great website. How do we create all this content? Well, a lot of times we have so much evergreen content, which is that content that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's those principles of what you do. It's the principles of the industry that never change. And even if they do change, it's only a tiny little bit and probably not within a year. They're probably not going to change this year. So it's all that content that you could be putting out that you wanna educate people on. It's all the stuff that you learned in your first year of doing all the stuff you do. Um, It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Um, It also goes the same for nonprofits. I mean, nonprofits can use this as well to talk to their donors and espouse all the things that they're doing that are great. 
all the missions they're completing, all that stuff, their goals, their dreams, their hopes, all of that can be done the same way. So as a small business, if you're working and saying, what, what am I supposed to be posting? I actually start with a week. I start with one week and I say, how many Mondays can I create? Can I sit down and create 52 Monday posts? And what if they have a theme? What if every Monday is Motivational Monday? Now I can find 52 motivational posts or write them, create or write or however you want to do it um, and create those posts. And now I have all my Mondays done. Hmm. Now I only have to do this. And if I want to post every day, which sometimes I don't, you know, sometimes (laughs) I want to post three times a week for some businesses or some organizations, or maybe only during the weekdays, like Monday through Friday, or sometimes I only want to post, you know, one, one of my companies um, posts Tuesday through Sunday because their weekend is important to them and their clients, but Monday, not so much, you know, so they, they're posting that time frame. Now I only have to do this at, at the minimum, two more times at the maximum five or six more times. Okay. So you've got these Mondays done. Now let's do Tuesday. Let's do Wednesday. I mean, you can do this the same thing. And it's just about being formulaic. And I create a spreadsheet with all this in it. Um, you know, just the date I want to post it. What are my Monday days? What are my Tuesday days? And then I just start filling it in. Um, and if I want to create a photo or make an image or something, I might just leave that to the side. I'm going to write all the content first. And then I'm going to go back and create my photos because it makes it a little easier. Once your brain gets on a roll, you your brain will take over. Your brain will actually go into like hyperdrive. After the first two hours of doing this, sorry, like there's so many allergies here. No problem, me <laughs> too. The, okay, I know, right? <laughs> um, after the first two hours of doing all this, your brain goes, wait a minute. I only have to work on one thing at a time the whole day. And it's like, oh, hallelujah. And it just goes, like it just goes straight on. And your your brain can kind of like go into hyperdrive because you're not distracting it every five seconds, email, texting, you know, all these things happening. So I usually isolate my clients and say, you're here for the day. Don't really check your phone. And if they do, I look at them like, you checking that again? <laughs> so I try to give, give that environment that says, this is isolation. We are here to do one thing only. And when they're actually able to focus, they can just go so much faster. And they have, they're so much more creative as well. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling kind of blocked trying to figure out what do I post on social media, yes. that really can help you unblock is by just isolating and really getting in focus on just one thing at a time. So, so that's kind of that starting of that process. Okay. Now say, say if like, now we know you, maybe your clients have met, might have some more time to do it during the weekday or whatever. What if you have like this person who is doing it as, doing this as a side hustle Yeah. and they don't have much time to do it in a full day, maybe on the weekends, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they have, say, say if they work in retail or something, maybe they have a, that, that one day um, to get this all straightened up. Do you, do you, do you suggest maybe doing something before they get to that day to do the, to do to do all this work, or is it just everything on that day? It's everything on the day because I actually walk into most of these meetings with no prep, and I ask the client not to prep because we want to come in fresh. We want to come in like no preconceived ideas because then what we try to do is we try to like mush the ideas into the box, and then it doesn't <laughs> always fit. So we want to come in there just fresh and just start with what is our first objective? And I actually recommend you do this with somebody because, okay. you know, a friend, um, a colleague, a coworker, whoever is like on your side helping you and involved and in, invested in your, your success. Um, and, you know, even family members can help and just get that person you can bounce the ideas off of. 
And hopefully it's a person that's in your target market area. Because then that person can say to you objectively, oh, I wouldn't read that or I wouldn't post that or I wouldn't, look, you know, that wouldn't be something I would be interested in. And right. they can kind of give you that feedback. But then also they might say, you know what I would really like? And if they're part of your target market, then of course you're going to listen to them. I would really like to see this. Or what if you told me about that? Um, and they can also help you find some topics and things you can post. Like maybe it's um, work Wednesday or something like that. And you can post about what you actually do. And some of that you might think is elementary. It's too simple. But really, the person who's maybe helping you out, they can look at it and say, I didn't know any of this. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, that's so easy. Of course, I learned this way back in the day, you know, and they're looking at it going, wow, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. And you're really educating the client or the potential client on what it is you actually do and how you actually work um, and what things about your industry maybe they didn't know before. So um, you can get that feedback from someone who may be not as well versed in it as you so you don't leave out the things that are important that are maybe a little more elementary to you right. now. Hold on now. Allergy <laughs> break. I'm so sorry. It's live TV. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. It just always happens in the show. Isn't that crazy? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So what about the pain, though, of people saying, like, I know you, I know you said you get into a flow. Mm-hmm. But do you think that it's, it's still com- sometimes be hard to do to have something to say on every single every single day or, you know, to get that ro- flowing or does it just start to happen as you build up? Well, that's why I do the week. So okay. when I say I'm going to post three days a week, Mondays are going to be motivational Mondays. Wednesdays are going to be, you know, what to wear Wednesdays. I don't know, you're a fashion person, right? Okay. Um, Fridays are going to be finally Friday and I'm going to talk about you know, something that you can do over the weekend to like on your own. Maybe it's your cooking person and you're, you're a chef or something. I'm going to give you finally Friday. I'm going to give you a recipe for a cocktail or a recipe for something that you can make over the weekend. So whatever my industry is, I can just create my days and I have my topics and then I mm-hmm. create 52 of those. Okay. And 52 and 52. So then I have a whole year done in a matter of a couple of hours because I'm focusing on one day at a time. I'm focusing on creating 52 of something. And even like, let's say you want to do stress tips, stress tip Thursday, and (laughs) you want to help people de-stress, then you could go online, literally find 101 million stress tips, pick out the ones you like, reword them a little bit so they sound like they're coming from your voice. Mm -hmm. But the ideas are all there. And you just rewrite them a little bit. And then you have your 100, well, you have 52 stress tips. If you did 100, you'd have two years worth. (laughs) Um, and so then you just use the things that are already invented. Um, and like I said, you might go through your top 10 questions and you might have that as a weekly series. Okay. So there's 10 of them, right? Right. What if you just repeated them every 10 weeks, people are not going to remember from week one to week 10, what you said 10 weeks ago. And they might not have even seen it with the way the algorithms are, honestly. So what we want to do is create our social media kind of outside of that algorithm thing. And that's why I say it's algorithm proof social media, because mm-hmm. we, we don't want to worry about that. We want to use this as touches. We want to use this as a way to show ourselves on social media. And that's a touch here, a touch there. Now we send an email. That's another touch. They see our website. That's another touch. We're on a podcast. That's another touch. And we're not using it to say the ROI has to come from social media. If I pay for ads, I have to get money back or it's not worth it. That's right. It's probably not worth it. So this is just a part of our marketing strategy rather than just 
shoving everything on social media and saying, okay, social media, you better do what you're supposed to, or it's not going to be good for you. So you want to make it part of your marketing so that not everything is shouldered on social media because that's not really what it's meant to do. Okay. So let me get a scenario. Okay. You start this out. Everything's yeah. looking fine. You got all your, all your content out there, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to ask you a question about this though because I see I see what you said about the deem, deeming, I call, what I call, I used to call it deeming content. Mm-hmm. You deeming a, a days. I see sometimes that that works. Sometimes it doesn't, you know? So what kind of content are, are you putting in like full, full blown posts of, of words or are you just blasting out like a, like a, like a picture every so often and asking a question? It I, depends. I, okay. Go ahead. It depends because I don't like those posts. I think posts that are like this long. Yeah. No, I'm not going to read it. I'm never okay. going to read it. Okay. Um, and I'm, if that's, if I'm your target market, a 34 year old woman business owner, then, then I'm, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have to look at what your target market's doing. But in, in those cases, those long posts, I don't really feel like they're read a lot. I don't see a lot of people like really detail reading them. They skim right. them. They see the yeah. bullet points and they're like, okay, I get the gist. So if you make your posts short enough, then that works. Um, I did also do a series on my se- on my social media where every, I have six questions and I have an image for each question. And I repeat the same six questions every six weeks. Okay. That's it. So I created six items. And mm. now I have an entire year's worth of items. And I just keep repeating those same six questions. Okay. The engagement is, is crazy because people are like, they may not have saw it last six weeks ago, but now they're seeing it now. And they're, they're oh, I'm commenting. Oh, this is what I'm doing. And, mm-hmm. and it's things like, um, you know, this week's um, praise or this week's... Um, you know, like things that you're like excited about, you know, that you're congratulating yourself about. And people are posting that even though they posted maybe six weeks ago, that they were happy about something, you know, they booked their first client or something. And now they're posting, I just booked my, you know, biggest contract in my career, or, you know, whatever right. the thing is. So they're kind of using it as like their own benchmark and they, they get engaged on it each time or share your website with us and people share. So some of the engagement posts are much easier to create if you're trying to actually get engagement rather than just the touches. Um, but they don't have to be long and involved and they don't have to be complicated. The simpler, the better, actually. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So let me, let me fast forward. Okay. We, <laughs> so got we, all the, we, we did a great job. We, we went through this entire day, mm-hmm. right? Writing these, writing these posts, all 52, all, all what? 365 days. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We did it. And so we started putting it out there. We started putting it on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we see crickets. We see mm-hmm. crickets, Elizabeth. That's what yeah. we see. And we get discouraged, mm-hmm. right? And we 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 start to analyze. We start to analyze and reanalyze. Like, is this was this worth it? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? Do do what do you do about this panic mode that says, you know, maybe maybe this isn't great content. Maybe I'm maybe this was the wrong idea. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm, I'm doing the wrong topic altogether. When you kind of get, you know, you just kind of get, you know, you know, in, in spastic mode there. Mm-hmm. What do you do when this happens? First, you take your mask, you know, the mask everybody has. Yeah. <laughs> and you move it from here and you put it up here. <laughs> and you don't look at that because okay. what ends up happening is it takes time for social media to actually work. It takes time for SEO to work. It takes about six months for SEO to work. It takes about three to six months for social media to what I say work. Mm -hmm. And what that means is you are going to not connect in initially. 
unless you already have a following and you're just trying to get more consistent, right, with what you're posting. But if you don't have that following yet and that's what you're trying to build, this is not a following building machine. This is about being consistent because when you're consistent, people see you and they're like, man, she's on top of it. Man, he's really doing like, I see him everywhere. Right. That's what you want people to think. Now, there's a ton of ton of what I call trolls or like they're just out there. They're like lurking, right? They're yes. never really posting. They're never commenting. They're never engaging. But when you post those questions and you're like, what's your win this week? What are the, What's the thing you're struggling with this week? And you let them engage with each other. And I posted those. I can't even tell you. I think there was like probably four sessions of those before people started to go, oh, I can respond to this. I do have something I want to say. I do. And I saw crickets in the beginning for mine too. When I put out new content sometimes, it's just like, okay, well, their people are looking at it, but they're not ready to engage. They haven't seen enough. They haven't experienced enough and they don't feel connected enough yet, but they will because you're going to be consistent. You're going to keep reaching out to them. You're going to keep showing up in their newsfeed. And if that consistency is there, they will eventually kind of feel like the warm and fuzzy, like, oh, okay, well, now she knows me, you know? Yeah. And even though yeah. you, you're not getting anything back from them, yeah. um, they're there and they are listening and they are watching. So it's kind of the opposite of it being in front of a live crowd. It's kind of like being in front of this now. Like, I don't know, there's probably people watching and listening, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yes. we don't see them. And so we have to trust that they're hearing us, that they're listening and that they will make take action on their own or with us, you know, in the future. And that's, that's the whole thing about it is you have to trust that. Um, and so that's why I said, you take that mask and you take it from here and you put it up here <laughs> because you can't look. It's like, don't look, look away. Don't look yeah. in the, right now. Wait yeah. a little bit. You have to give it time. Um, yeah. And then sometimes, you know, things with COVID happen and stuff like that. People didn't see that coming. And we had years, you know, a whole year planned already for some of our clients. You know what we did? Nothing. We just added more content about COVID, okay. about what was happening, okay. because that other content is the same. You, okay. They still needed to market their business through all of this. They still needed to make sure they were feeding their families and the employees' families. So the people who could still work and who were still essential, we mm -hmm. just let their stuff go. The other people, we just hit the pause button and let it sit for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but you can always add more to this. This is not the be all, end all. You're done. You're never gonna have to touch it. You would. You don't really have to touch it. But yeah. if you have something new, if something exciting is coming up or something crazy happens, um, you can always post more. But then it'll be top of mind and you won't be sitting there going, oh, my gosh, what do I post today? Right, right, <laughs> You'll just exactly. be able to just post it because it'll be like right at the top of your mind. You post it, you're done, and then you can move on with your day. Gotcha. We got one comment here from Kunli. Since he's found that post length depends entirely on the audience Long posts work for certain audiences better than shorter length posts or even just social media quote graphics, for example, or very short videos. Yeah. What do mm -hmm. you think about that? Yeah. And like I said, you have to know your target market. Like I said, me, I'm not going to read the long post, but I might watch a video. Yeah. So that's me. That's that's my that's me in this particular audience segment that I'm in. Um, and it depends on what it is, too. I might watch a longer video for a different type of product or service yeah. versus a shorter video for this type of product or service. So you really have to know your customer. And, and like you said, you have to know who they are so that you can really tailor your content to them. But it doesn't matter how long or short your content is um, and what kind of content you're posting, because with the video stuff, because Facebook has like live and stuff like that. Right. I don't actually pre-record any of that. Okay. Those are just scheduled in your calendar that you pop on at that time. It's a set thing in your calendar. Okay. Um, if that's part of your strategy and that's going to be good for your audience, 
then you're going to have it on your calendar and you're going to just pop right in right at that time frame, whether nobody, anybody watches it live or not, but then it's going to be in that feed, right? right. And you're going to have a topic for each one. Um, but those have to be done live. They, it's less, you know, it's a little harder to record a video and then, you know, p- go back and forth and all that stuff and try and edit it and upload it and all that jazz. <laughs> so we try to keep things real simple and okay. just say, you you pop in on live at this time and this day if it works for your audience. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And th- that's going right from Facebook, which is my next question. Yeah. What tools are you using to post all this content? You're not going from yeah. every every channel to try to do all this with a schedule. We're not going no. on everything from Excel, are we? No. Well, I mean, here's, here's the great thing. Okay. The one that we use, the, the, the system we use is called Social Pilot. And okay. we have a discount code on our website. Um, but the Social Pilot option is it's 25 bucks a month, which most of them are. Um, and you can load up your entire year for up to, I think it's like five different platforms at okay. once. And you, you could get 365 posts for five different platforms all in there. Um, now let's say you're going to put all this in. If we do it in the spreadsheet first and we have all those images ready to go, mm-hmm. we can actually upload the spreadsheet one time, approve it. All of it's in done. You don't have to sit there and schedule one at a time. We used to do that. It was so awful <laughs> forever. Now, now, are you doing Excel or is it, can it also be Google sheets or some Google other sheets other? could okay. be, yeah. Anything that does like a, like an Excel like document, but we okay. use Google sheets most of the time okay. um, because it's just easy to collaborate with our clients. And then we just make sure they have a spreadsheet that they have. They give you as a bulk upload option. You could just, they give you like what the template looks like. And we just make sure that all of our columns match and all of our information is in the right column. And then when we upload it, poof, it's done. Just It just appears all in there, all scheduled and everything. Okay. I like that. I like that. So tell me about a big mistake that you see people doing with their, how they're posting. Because, you, you know, we all talk talk about, you know, Gary V's, V's book about being specific on having different kind of content on different platforms. Mm-hmm. What 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 is all this about? You shouldn't be doing this to on this platform as opposed to this, or what have you, or or is that, or is that a thing? <laughs> so I'm a little different than the gurus. I'm okay. I'm not a guru. Uh, I try to not be a guru anyway. <laughs> um, but the way I look at it, and this is where that algorithm proof thing comes in, because a lot of people try and play to the algorithms. That's what the gurus tell you. You have to work with the algorithm. You have to make it. You know, and it'll be great. But I'm just like, you know what? We don't need to do that. We can use this for the Facebook or whatever platform we use as a tool for our own use rather than trying to conform to what they tell us to conform to um, and the way we should use it, right? So what I like to do is just say, you know what? I'm going to use Facebook or whatever platform it is the way I want to. Now, that also can go to not posting the same on any, you know, the same platforms. So what you can do there is you can say, I'm going to start, you know, posting on Twitter, I'm going to post on Facebook now. And then two weeks later, I'm going to start my same exact thing on Twitter. So then everything's a little bit offset, right? So you're still posting the same content, but it's later, it's different, maybe different times. You can do that as well. As far as posting on, you know, the mistake that people make is posting on too many platforms that don't make sense for them. So I wrote an ebook about um, my my platform, um, Six Months Social Media in a Day. I wrote an ebook about this. And in the ebook, I actually write, exactly which platforms are for which people. Meaning, if you're trying to reach millennials and Gen Zers under the age of 35, then you need to be on Instagram. And that's for women under 35. Um, mm-hmm. If you're trying to reach men under 35, then Twitter is your target market. 
Hmm. And it's, it's surprising. Some of these things are a little surprising. Um, people that are on LinkedIn, for example, are not usually on other social media platforms. They don't look at it outside of work. They're hmm. there for work. They might use other platforms for work, but they're just using them for work. They're not using them, you know, outside for like pleasure or whatever. Um, so these kind of things are really important so that you're not posting on LinkedIn when you're selling, you know, um, you know, personal chef services or something, which actually might be better for Instagram. You know, I don't know, like whatever the lifestyle thing you're trying to promote, that's an Instagram thing. But if you're trying to promote something that has to do with business to business, that's going to be better on LinkedIn. So there's usually two to three platforms that people best fit. Um, Facebook is usually one of them. And LinkedIn is usually one of them if you're in business to business, but business to consumer, you're using Facebook and probably LinkedIn. I mean, probably Instagram or Twitter. And then of course, Pinterest is in the mix. And we talk, I talk a lot about Pinterest in, um, in the book about what you use it for, because Pinterest, those posts last on Pinterest in the feed, 151,000 hours. Wow. Facebook only lasts 30 minutes. Wow. So you got to you got to look at all those things to make the right decisions so that you're not making the mistake of trying to spread yourself too thin and try to create so much different content for so many different platforms because you're just going to blow your mind. Awesome, <laughs> it's going to awesome. be too crazy. I love that. We got a little funny, funny quote here. Uh, what's the secret of your love for the color green? Does it attract more green? <laughs> Well, actually, it comes into branding. So I actually, I wear green every interview that I do. Um, An entire green wardrobe. And my weekend wardrobe is blue because that's actually my favorite color. (laughs) Um, But my my workwear wardrobe is mostly green. And I actually was at a photo shoot for my business. And I didn't really have a specific brand in mind, per se. I I was really bad at branding myself. And I wore a green dress. And it's in a lot of my photos on my website and things like that. And once I wore that green dress and I started using that photo, my headshot, and you can see the green dress and the headshot, people started calling me, you're that girl in the green dress. I've seen this green dress. I've seen Mm -hmm. this picture before. They started using it as like a recognition. And now when I go out, I mean, I've been using this picture for four years, these these set of pictures. Um, Now when I go out, people are like, where's the green? I actually had a client not recognize me because I was wearing black instead of green. (laughs) Um, you know, I've had people tell me I saw your green the other day in, you know, on a car or in a dress or in a store and and they just tell me it's your green. This is Kelly green. It does not mine, (laughs) Um, but they have recognized it that, that much with me. So that's why branding is so important. And once I recognized that people were associating that with me, I was like, that's it. I have to do this every single time. And now it's really, really helped me a lot to, to grow my brand and my business. There you go. There you go, Kunley. <laughs> I love that question. Okay, so that was great. That I think that's we're gonna wrap that up from there. We're okay. Up from there, and just please tell us now where people can find you online um, for for who you are. There you go. Yeah, you can find me at elizabethpampalone.com. Uh, that's where I do speaking and coaching, and you can also find my firm Beyond the Cause C A U S E dot co. Uh, And there's a tools page there. So beyondthecause.co forward slash tools. And you could find um, all the links that I use for all the tools and services that I use. They all have little discounts on them, which is good. And then also my social media toolkit book is there as well. But it's beyondthecause.co forward slash tools. I love it. Thank you so much. And that's about a wrap today. And please, if you can, people go to the Authority Business Academy and sign up through our Facebook group so we can 
help you develop your authority, just like this beautiful woman here, Elizabeth, has done for us today about social media. And she does some other things too. So please go check her out. Um, brilliant person, um, great person to meet and connect with. And um, that's all I have. Just go to the Academy, the Academy check me out <laughs> at the Authority Absolutely. Group Academy. <laughs> And, and join up to our Facebook group. We're going to help you develop your authority. I got it's an authority video series coming out pretty soon. I also have a book on authority building secrets for you as well. So it's a, it's a game changer, hopefully, for you. And um, we have no more comments here. Um, just saying great content. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for everybody coming in and joining the, the program. And that is a wrap. Unless you have something else for you can exciting to, to tell us at all at all. I'm good to go if you are. I think that was awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. She has to go, and so do I. Thank you so much again for letting us know, for being here. Um, and just, you know what? Just have yourself a great day and be great today. And um, I love you guys. Um, be blessed. And that's a wrap. Just chill. <laughs>